Hello and welcome to Comic Club. We're back. Um, I, you know, it's been a weird week for all of us, I guess. A very slow news week, I think. Yeah, super slow, right? Nothing, nothing major happening, nothing right? Nothing major happened. I think Hitman and Death Door came to Game Pass this week. Biggest news of the week. Let me just add to my backlog, my growing backlog. Who's ready to play Rainbow Six Extraction when it comes to Game Pass day one? Nobody. I am. Nobody. I'm actually going to play that game. Like 20,000 people, maybe. I'm going to play it. Yeah. <laughs> it hey, looks cool. Hey, we got to do some introductions. Who am I? <laughs> oh, uh, it's Hunter Davenport coming at you live with Frank Stetson. Yeah, coming at you live in a recorded format. Uh, first time, long time. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to be honest. There's You're not going to get a lot of the other news this week because there's, there's one big kind of glaring thing that happened. Huge. Huge! The biggest deal in games in a long time. One of the biggest... Since Bethesda, the Bethesda acquisition, I'd argue. One of the largest merging of companies in history. That's right. Uh, Xbox and Microsoft... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Xbox Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Well, they're, they're in the process of yes. buying Activision and Blizzard. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's going to happen. I saw some people who were like, if the FCC secures the deal, I'm like... It's gonna be fine. It's it's gonna happen, guys. I'm so, I'm sorry. You, you can hold on to the hope that the dystopia isn't coming. It's coming. But what a way to start Monday off this week. Yeah, like, uh, that was great. What, like nine o'clock Monday morning. Something yeah, like that? that was That's great. Like Some people didn't finish their wordles that day. Um, it's shocking. I think my favorite thing on Twitter was like, wait till the West Coasters wake up. This is going to be buck wild. And it here. was. It was nuts. It, it. I've seen some very insane takes. I've seen some pretty measured takes. I've seen bad takes. A lot of bad takes. Mostly bad takes. Welcome to the internet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Activision Blizzard is now owned by Big Daddy Microsoft. Going to be owned. Yeah, I, I keep, I'm, I'm saying owned just because like the ease of saying it. But like, yeah, it's going to be, within a year, it's going to be a Microsoft Extension. Right. Also, not kind of widely publicized, Phil Spencer will be the CEO of Xbox Gaming. That was very widely publicized. It was, but like, it's just, it kind of seems like it's happened and no one's kind of talking about it, but that's what's going to happen. That's because they want Big Daddy Kotick there to, uh... Well, he's gone. There's there's absolutely no way Kotick is staying. <laughs> there's, no. there's no way. Like, people are like, he's going to stay. I'm like, dude... Can you imagine a world where he is allowed to stay? <laughs> like, it's not even close. Like, not that would close. be insane to me. Um, Bobby Kotick, bye, buddy. You got a year left, and then you can go do whatever it is you're gonna do, and whatever. I, I don't think you're gonna retire, but you're gonna do something completely stupid. Well, I mean, we can start. We'll start with the timeline here. So Monday morning, news comes down. Yep. Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. The world goes nuts. The gaming sphere goes insane. Absolutely nuts. Twitter was a hot mess. A fun hot mess to follow, let me tell you. But still a hot mess. Yeah. It's, like, they they released that statement that Bobby, Bobby Kotick will remain a CEO and then Phil Spencer will become the CEO of Xbox Gaming. Um, people were confused in the wording of that. Wall Street Journal, uh, which I posted on the Instagram. I don't know if I posted on Twitter, but on the Facebook that after a year, he will, he will, it is expected that he will leave. Right. There's no way Kodak stays on. He's, no. He couldn't even make his He's, cronies work with him in Activision. There's, it's not a chance of it happening. He is PR poison. Unfortunately, he gets to go off with his sweet $300 million golden yeah, parachute. With $300 million golden parachute, which is 
I, I honestly was hoping they would just like throw him out the door. <laughs> like like those cartoons you see where like someone gets kicked out of a building and a giant pair of hands just throws them out. I want that to happen, but it won't. Um, it's crazy. I, it sucks. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna level with you guys. It sucks that he's getting off with three hundred million dollars for what happened. Um, a woman died. I think a lot of people forget that. Um, Owen tragically took her life because of the harassment she received at the hands of Activision Blizzard employees. And Bobby Kotick gets to get away with it for $300 million. That sucks. Corporate America is disgusting. It is. But but I'm going to offer this kind of like little piece of silver lining in that I think this is a precedent. Like, it's not a good precedent that he's going to, like, he's just going to get off. But I think it is a sign of good sort of will towards the ABK uh, employees who are concerned. And they have every right to be concerned about whether or not Bobby's going to leave, honestly. They've got bigger concerns about, you know, our, our attempts at unionizing going yeah. to be impacted by this. Yeah, and Phil Spencer today was like, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't have a lot of experience with unions. And you know what, man? You don't have to. It's going to happen whether you like it or not, Phil. Like, it's... You, you, it, you can... Try and union bust all you want. Another company's going to do it. If, if not Activision Blizzard, I fully believe that they will. someone will start a union. Uh, Phil Spencer would never, ever do union busting. That would be so bad for PR. Yes. It'd be, they, terrible. Yeah, they, Absolutely terrible. Words. Yeah, just not good. Um, and like I said, if not Activision, someone will. Yeah, I think it's popular. You know, We've had one small studio do this last year, and I believe there will be moments and things happening pushing this forward at least in the bigger companies absolutely i mean ubisoft's trying their hardest for sure yeah i'm sure there are sex with it right that are trying it it it's i i think that it's going to happen whether these executives like it or not at this point because there's so much of the shit that they have to put up with like it's just inevitable to me at this point that they're going to be in unions in game dev it's coming, folks. That's a good thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be a rocky start. That's all I'm going to say. Always is. Um, it always is. But I have high hopes that's going to happen. Um, but I'd like, I, I I know there's a lot of negatives with this, but I kind of like, I want to focus more on the positive for a little bit until we get into like the meat of this. Because um, I feel like this is a win for the studios in, in a lot of ways. Um, and not just in terms of like, HR, like, better HR and all this, like, all these employees probably going to be fired. Um, but I, I, I look at, I look at this as, like, Toys for Bob, High Moon, all these studios that are forced to make Call of Duty games will not make Call of Duty games anymore. You think they're going to have a little bit more independence to create something yeah. that they want? I, I and think, be, like, a dedicated Call of Duty team? I think they will. Um, I saw a quote from Phil Spencer today that said he wants to revitalize old Activision franchises yeah so like stuff like zork um which is i i found out activision owned zork and if you don't know what zork is it's like a text adventure game from like the 70s yes that's actually one of the more famous ones yes um you know crash bandicoot will mo more than likely be back crash Bandicoot, of course you can bring crash back i i forgot that activision owned crash because it's been such a sony property for so long it, it was um it was a um naughty dog property for a while oh that's right that's right um I mean, it's just a good thing. I think studios like High Moon and Toys for Bob and Raven Software 
and all these support studios. I think they make good. They made good games. I want to see them make more good games. I think we will see that. I think we will. It's also interesting to have you know, two of the biggest shooters in the world underneath one umbrella now. Yeah. Um, which is a little interesting. It is. Um, I I see Warzone being on all platforms for quite a while. I don't think that'll ever be. That's good. That honestly, that will be a multi-platform game till it they shut the servers down. Yeah, absolutely. I um, believe a lot of these properties that are currently under contracts still with other platforms are going to remain under those platforms. Yeah, like until those contracts end, then things might get a little nebulous in the yeah, whole Microsoft world. It will, but I, I, I look at I look at a Call of Duty, and I think that's a little different from like a Bethesda game in right. that. I think that they benefit more from keeping that on to all consoles that, oh, rather absolutely. than... Call of Duty is no longer a console seller. Yeah, it's not. But, like, it, it's it's a single purchase versus multiple purchases right. in terms of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. In Starfield, you'll only get, you only buy the game once, maybe some DLC. In Call of Duty, you're buying skins, you're buying characters. Like, it's it, to me, it's just, like, people forget Minecraft is available on all platforms. That's true. Like it's not it's not crazy to think it might happen. But I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll find out. First off, we all know Starfield's gonna run at least a decade with multiple versions. So people are gonna be buying that and game. I'm gonna keep buying them. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Uh, every time a new Star- Skyrim version comes out, I at least look at it. <laughs> <laughs> How is it different this time? Yeah, like, what do they do? And uh, I don't whether or not I want like change I buy it. It's just like that's just how it is. Right. Um so when Starfield version 4.0 gets launched, you know, six years from now. Yeah, and I'm still playing Starfield. Yep. Like I'm still playing Fallout in yep. Vegas and stuff like that. Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, and you know what else? This Frank, this is for, for you, this is huge. Why is this huge for me? Tell me stories. Blizzard is now a Microsoft-owned studio. I know, that's really weird. Uh, I, I was joking today in my group chat with my friends that like, Starcraft Ghost, it's coming! It's coming back, guys! Oh, man. it's happening! Could you imagine if that got rebrought back? They would make all the money! Oh my god! <laughs> like they, like they would make a ton of money. On but they'd that. have to obviously make it better because the Starcraft Ghost demo or tech, it, whatever, it was I, terrible. It was see, so bad. That was always the thing with Starcraft Ghost for me. Is like I looked at it, and I was like, I don't understand the appeal of this, other than it's a Starcraft game where it's not a RTS, right? But, like, I, I want them to make it because I want to see what it'd be. The people were invested in those characters. That's why it almost came to fruition. But then it died a very unmomentous death. Yeah, it did. <laughs> For, like, several years. And then, like, that team got folded into what was Titan. And then the Titan yeah. team folded and into... And Overwatch. Yeah, basically into Overwatch. So, basically, now we're going to have Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 coming for Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. And uh, maybe... World of Warcraft memberships will be tied into Game Pass somehow. Can you imagine playing World of Warcraft on your TV, not via PC? Yeah, I don't see the appeal, though. I also don't see the appeal. People... Because, like... Because, like, the game has controller support. Me and my friends yeah. talking about this. I'm like, World of Warcraft as an MMO moves so fast, I don't see how it could work as effectively as it's, it's on console. It, the lag would be an issue, I think, for a lot of it. And also, like, I feel like on a monitor you can see more things. Because you're, because like we're sitting at my computer right now, I can see like the entire screen. Right. I feel like with my TV over here, I can't see shit. <laughs> I've I've played WoW on my sixty-five inch TV multiple times, and I yeah, I do have some problems reading some things yeah. without blowing up the UI to like three hundred percent. I'm excited for World of Warcraft to be unshackled by the Activision machine. 
It's not really going to be unshackled by the Activision machine, though. I mean, you know what I mean, though. Like, you think they'll have more creative freedoms moving yeah, forward? Yeah, by the board, like, let's say the board of directors and, like, Bobby Kotick and all that, they, they, they might have a little more freedom to do what they want. Maybe we'll see more Warcraft spinoffs. God, I... Ugh. I kind of hope they do, because I, I, I really want Warcraft... Uh, uh, what the fuck is Left for Dead thing? <laughs> oh my god! They'll make one. They will make one. Oh, like Warhammer has one. Yeah, that one. They'll make one. Yeah, and it's gonna probably be good. That would be interesting, actually. I could see that. Yeah. Um, Taking on the Forsaken or Orcs. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm excited for these studios all to kind of just exist under one umbrella. Um, I it sucks in the terms of like exclusivity and all that. Like I I get that part. Um, but I, I, I did want to talk about the phrasing of Monopoly for for a minute. That's a good one. Yep. So, I, I I have to learn how to phrase because I don't want me to be, feel, feel like I'm attacking people's intelligence or anything like that. Uh, this is not a Monopoly in the sense of what people are thinking Monopoly is. Um, I did some digging today uh, about the size of the games industry as a whole and i found an article from 2017 from venture b that says the u.s game industry has 24,500 uh hold on i can't fucking read this number my my brain can you read this number for me my eyesight sucks the u.s game industry has 2,457 companies at current supporting over 220,000 jobs yes and this was via 2017 so that number is obviously fluctuated a lot yeah it has there's um, probably more dev studios now. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's also been a lot of merging since then. Yeah, but if you if you zoom out, kind of it kind of that number kind of paints what Microsoft's doing differently. Um, there's still a lot of indie games and uh, companies that aren't in America making games. Um, we're starting to see the rise of like South Korean and Chinese developers uh, bring their games over here. Yeah. Um, I I don't think right now right now as we speak this is not a monopoly. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It's it's more of like it it's not good. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say it's good that this this keeps happening because it's I don't necessarily think it is, but I think the phrasing of what a monopoly is is kind of important because it kind of takes away from actual real monopolies, uh like like the cable industry. Uh, I don't know if Which you know this uh, is terrible. <laughs> And Comcast gets away with so much shit all the time because they're the only—they're basically the only cable company. <laughs> right. If this was hitting real monopoly levels of market nonsense, what would happen is that you'd almost have to have the hardware developers come together in one big company. Yeah. So you'd almost and have to have a merging of Microsoft and Sony in order to be like, okay, that's hitting some that, that's, realistic That's bullshit. where I'd be like, okay, we need to stop. Like, we need to actually stop this. Um, but both these companies keep gobbling up studios, and it's just... Uh, yeah, that's where it gets a, a little... That's where it gets a little weird, because, like, I can... I, I understand why that's bad. Um, and it's... it's Consolidation of power is never good. Um, but, like, in the terms of this deal, I think it is good because of the mismanagement of this company actually led to a death and probably would have led to several more if it continued the way it was. And this is, a, according to Mike Fahey of Kotoku, who was talking about an IGN article, 
We're talking about this is a form of vertical integration. Yes. Where you've got a hardware developer buying game studios to pump up their own numbers, basically. Yep. And that's what's been happening for years. You know what's nuts to me, and I didn't realize this? Microsoft is now the third largest company yeah. behind Tencent in China, massive. Yep. And Sony. Yeah. I didn't Sony's realize Sony number, was that big. Sony's the number one earner. And like people don't understand like I I like I told someone this the other day and like, wait, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, it actually makes a lot of sense if you like actually piece together all the news. Like, cause it's like they lead in hardware sales. Um, they're constantly dropping games that sell a million, like yep. insane amount of numbers. Millions. Um, like they're catching up. And like, you know what? Them being third isn't bad, you know? Right, there's still plenty of market competition out there. There is. And there'll be more, honestly. I honestly like there I, I believe there was like a new publisher that showed up last year at Summer Games Fest that owns that now they own um Payday. The Payday guys. Oh that's right, yeah, yeah. Um I feel like there will be more competition. Um it's just a matter of people getting capital to do so. Um But there'll also be more consolidation in the market. Yes, there I'm, there there will be. I mean that's inevitable. Um, but like, you know, I'm right now I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a lot of, I don't want to say overreaction cause that's not overreaction. Like, like I said, consolidation of power isn't really always good. Um, but it's okay to have complex feelings about it. You know what I mean? Like they're called like overkill or something. Yeah. Starbreeze studios acquired overkill. Yeah. And it's like, okay, weird. But this happened. This is happening. And we talked about this earlier. One of my predictions, not a very poignant one, was, hey, there's another big acquisition that's going to happen this year. And Microsoft is like, hey, we got this two weeks in. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, that caught everyone by surprise. Let's be real here. Yeah. I, this won't be the last acquisition for them. I'm sure they're, sure they're going to buy a couple smaller studios. Um, I personally think Crystal Dynamics is going to get bought <laughs> at some point. Um, Aren't they under Square Enix? They are, but um, I don't know if you follow kind of like the American side of Square Enix. No. Is the Japan side constantly throws them under the bus. <laughs> like, it's it's like kind of vindictive. <laughs> I was, they're the team behind Avengers, right? Avengers, Tomb Raider. Like, the, the relationship is there. I, I could see it happening. Tomb Raider good, Avengers not so much. Avengers is okay. It, I just, I have complex feelings about that game. <laughs> And it's I want, fun. The single player is very fun. It is fun. It, like the the all the story stuff is amazing. I can get like, back to that game. Oh my god, I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, because like the sure. um, there's no <laughs> Spider-Man story stuff. So yeah, whatever. But there's Black Panther stuff, and it's really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I it it's just a matter of the business right now is that these companies will integrate upwards and in, right. And so it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Yeah. For a lot of these companies now, uh, Activision Blizzard was definitely the largest in the market when it came to just. Studio power, maybe behind EA, possibly. Because they had Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty and all these big... And Warcraft hit- and Overwatch. These are all big hitter franchises. And you know what's crazy is that Microsoft now owns Major League Gaming and the Overwatch League. Uh, that's a, honestly, like... So this could be good for esports, or this could be really bad for esports, depending I mean, on which way it goes. I think it'll be, like, a mixed bag. Yeah. I think, I'm sure there'll be issues, but it'll be... Ultimately, it's exposure for esports i guess right but the game is going to be now once the acquisition goes to full next year sometime in 2023 microsoft's gonna be like okay what is making profits what isn't making profits at this point what's going to get cut 
are these esports leagues, which were kind of a Bobby Kotick pet projects, will they survive, or will they just get left behind in the dust? I think, personally, I think they will keep them. Because I, 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 that, is, that is a revenue generator. Like, yeah. people, buy, people buy merch. They buy, like, they, they go to these streams. Like, people buy tickets to go see this. Right, but is it enough of a revenue... That, that's the question. Is versus it, the cost to keep it upkeep. See, in my mind, what they would do is combine them. MLG and the Owl? Yeah. In my, in my mind, that's, that's the move. Right. What I would do if I was Bill Spencer, but I don't... I, like I said, I'm not a CEO of a billionaire, billion-dollar company. Right. Trillion-dollar company. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> God, they're massive. Massive. Yeah, if you didn't know, they're worth 22... 227... Um, Trillion dollars? Trillion dollars. 227 trillion? Yes. Dang. And they're expected to increase their earnings by 50%. I was like, is Microsoft the largest company in the world? It is. Aren't they? <laughs> they Somehow beating They Amazon? could buy Disney. That would be a monopoly. <laughs> that, yeah, no, they're, I, they shouldn't do that. And I hate that I put that in the world. <laughs> but... But yeah, this is much... Like, I, I saw people comparing Microsoft to Disney. I'm like, that's... Okay. Okay. Two two trillion dollars. Oh, I might have approaching three trillion. It's two point two. It might be two point two seven. Yeah, that's like, right. I'll say that. That's where I fucked up. But Sorry, that's guys. Monopoly money at that point. Like, hold on, hold up. That can't be right. That still they could that dwarfs Disney by a large margin. Uh, right. I think Disney's like it's got to be a billion dollar company at this point. Oh yeah, Disney's huge. But you know, it's Amazon, Apple, Alphabet, Microsoft. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is what it is. Um, I'm excited to at least see old Activision franchises come back. Um, the I would le- love to see Spyro and Crash just come screaming and out of the gates. They're going to I, like it's just it's such a no brainer for these companies to make these games, right? Like, um, and did you know? Did you know the Game Pass numbers? Twenty five million active subscribers at it, current. Yeah, it's insane. And that number's just gonna grow. It is. I mean, I got it. It's the best deal in games, dude. It's like ludicrous how good it is. And Luda. Uh. <laughs> and Sony's like just coming out with something. I'm like, Sony, you're so far behind. I know, but I want it to be good. I want it to be good too. I, I, I like, I no hate the Sony. Like, I people are like, you got to pick a like people act like you got to pick a side. No, I, we love all the game companies. Yeah, I love, I love all my boxes. Like, it's not. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love them all. I want them to all succeed. Like, it's not... We do. We want everyone to succeed because it just means more market for us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's better products for us now because I'm sure Sony's going to take the, all of this and be like, well, we got to get our asses in gear. Who do you think Sony buys next? I don't... Do they try to get, like, Ubisoft? See, I don't know. I don't think they're going to buy a publisher. I think they're just going to buy more studios. Yeah. Like, they're... The, because I feel like, okay, Sony is to me is a different company than Microsoft. Altogether. Oh, for sure. You've you got an American, you know, Western yeah. style versus Eastern style. I think they're they are relying on the quality of their games rather than we have all these studios. We have Game Pass, and they're gonna have their own Game Pass. Go, but um, just I copy think, Microsoft's Game Pass for the love of God. Just I think that. what. What is likely going to happen is they're going to form more studios, they're going to buy more smaller studios, and just going to make more AAA titles. I think that is genuinely, if they come out with a good Game Pass competitor, uh, they 
they put games day and date on that and day and date on PC. Sony, please. It's wild to me that they had to like convince Sony to do all those. Like all their games yeah. like, hey, we want to put ourselves in PC. Sony's like, mm, uh, I don't know, maybe. And they're like, just do it. Like, and then God of War comes out and just is wiping the floor right now. The PlayStation, like, it's just, it's it's a great system. Don't get me wrong. It's an amazing, incredible console. Our PlayStation 5s are amazing. Um, And people will disagree with me for saying that. And I I'm generally don't care. Pound sand. I really like my PS5. Uh, PS5 is great. Microsoft Series X is great. Microsoft yeah. Series S is great. Yeah, I PS5 love PS5 Digital is great. See. Nintendo Switch OLED is great. They're all great. Yeah, they're the next-gen systems are good. I like them. Um, But the PlayStation 5 and PS4 are not enough. Sony needs to come to PC. It just, it's more market. It's just... And they're starting to. They're trickling in now. Yeah, they're going to. And now God of War is, like, so well-received on PC that I think they're stupid not being on PC at this yeah. point. Right. And the Santa Monica Studios and some of those are like, hey, we would really like to move our stuff to PC. It, especially in the face of Microsoft owning Activision Blizzard. Right. Like, that is... If you if you were like, don't see that, like, well, we gotta change our shit. Like, you shouldn't be in business. Right. Whatever this PS plus now game pass thing is going to be it's got to have some sort of pc component or for it to be competitive it also needs backwards compatibility yes you've 100%. got the ps now library make it work for all of it they have they like there's patents that leak that shows like they've kind of figured out the way to make this all work and i think we're going to see a very interesting competition between sony and xbox yeah or this is gonna i think honestly this is a slow start but i think they're gonna get momentum back sony is sony is yes Ooh, interesting and it's just gonna be good competition from here i mean we always say like sony and microsoft and nintendo are in an arms race but now sony and microsoft are really in an arms race yes they are and nintendo's like eh we're fine nintendo doesn't need I was talking about this the other day. Nintendo doesn't need to acquire anyone. They don't need to change what they're doing. They they their plan works. Like it's yeah. Nintendo has their market. Yeah, it and do, that's not going to change. It doesn't matter. No. honestly. Well, they they bought what Platinum Games last year, right? No, they they have a partnership with Platinum. Oh, okay. Um, they bought somebody last year. I want to say they bought. Oh, what is the name of it? It's it's a, like a kind of. We we went over this like two weeks ago. We did. It's a, is I think it's a studio that did Tropical Freeze, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's not Monolith. They bought Monolith a while ago. Next Level Games. Next Level Games. Yes. And they're a great studio. I do really like their games. Um, well, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, it's a Luigi's Mansion 3, guys. <laughs> Metroid Prime Federation Force. Woo! That game... People shit on the game. That game's not bad. <laughs> Honestly, it's not bad. Uh, like this is a good, this is a good studio, and it fits in their style. And they bought them. Yeah. So. I mean, they're already pretty much a Nintendo studio. Yeah, they were making Super Mario. <laughs> they made Super Mario Strikers, a game that's awesome. <laughs> and punch the Punch Out remake they did. Oh, they did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot there was a Captain America game. <laughs> Oh, God. Back in 2011. That game's actually good. Not gonna lie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, I haven't. It's Arkham Asylum with Captain America. It's pretty cool. Why didn't it get more traction then? Because people didn't know about it. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Hopefully that comes to the Game Pass service, because I'll play it. Hell yeah. But it's a Nintendo. 
so basically what we're trying to say is that this Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard, it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Something big was going to happen. We just didn't expect it to happen so soon in the early part of the year. And we expected so much money to be thrown out there. I mean, Microsoft spent 45% over what the Activision Blizzard shares were at at the point of sale mm-hmm. at the time, which is roughly $95 a share. Yep. That's a lot of money, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is the third largest media merger in uh, modern times. Yeah. Which is crazy. And you know what? I don't I don't think it's a bad get, honestly. Like it's like if I were if I were Phil Spencer, I'd be patting myself on the back right now, honestly. Right. And this is kind of the big part. Like, okay, Activision Blizzard's cool, but what about King? How much do we care about King and I don't care about King. You don't care about King. <laughs> Microsoft cares about King. They ca- yeah, well, this helps them break into the mobile market. Yeah. Like, really break into the mobile market. They're going to dethrone Wordle. <laughs> Nothing's going to dethrone Wordle, because <laughs> it's not monetized and so nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wordle actually kind of rules, not going to lie. So, but this is really important to think about, because, um, you know, Zynga bought... No, Take-Two bought Zynga, what, three weeks ago, for $12 billion or whatever the hell it was. Um, you had Tencent buying up companies last year. Mm-hmm. And then you got Microsoft buying ABK. I don't think the King part should be looked over because the mobile market is so massive. Yeah, it, all over the world. It's gonna. It's they're gonna make a ton of money off King, owning King. Like they own Candy Crush. Like dude, yeah. it's 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 a no brainer. But that also gives them the ability to move their franchises into the mobile markets, especially in the East, where you know your top five games are all mobile games. Yeah, exactly. And it's massive. China's a huge market. That, India's a huge market. I just realized that this is huge for them in Japan. Because, <laughs> like, they're, like, they've been trying to break in there because that's a huge part of, like, their top spenders. And now they're, they're going, like, they're guaranteed to make money in that country now because they have mobile games. Right. And, you know, the Microsoft-enabled Game Pass is actually helping them in Japan as well because I think the Series S was actually sold out last year yeah. in that country, which is which nuts. Ne- like, didn't happen with the One. Didn't happen with 360 okay, either. We talked about this, how the entire run of the Xbox One, the Microsoft Series, have already surpassed that. Yeah. In much less time. Much less time. So I think we're focusing on the mobile market going forward is going to be really interesting for Microsoft. Yeah. I'm not going to play them, but someone will. Right. It's nuts. <laughs> Absolutely not. Your biggest games in the world right now are Honor of Kings, Genshin Impact, PUBG Mobile, and like Crossfire. Those are four of the largest games in the world right now. You know, they're not really big in the West, but you know they are big? In, in, in East. In the Asian countries. Where they don't have, you know, not everyone has access to a console or mm. a computer. Everyone has phones, though. Everyone has a phone. That's tapped market potential right there. Yep. Microsoft's like, we want that money. We want... Everyone saw what Genshin Impact did last year and like, oh, hell, we need to do that. Yeah. We want to get on that Genshin you Impact should. money. Honestly, like, I don't I don't care about Genshin, but like, you should be getting that money if you can. Right? They're like, oh, crap, this company made a billion dollars in a calendar year. Like, secure that bag. With a new IP, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. With an anime RP, IP, right. I might add. So it's just... Microsoft's like, oh, yeah, uh, Activision Blizzard, you're having troubles right now? Let me, uh, let me get out of that action. You want some help? I can help you out. You want to make a Genshin Impact game? Right. With Master Chief? That'd be nuts. Well, like, it's just, it's just like, you know, it. they're going to make a lot of money off this deal. Like, it's, 
fact of the fact of the matter is. And really the important part is, you know, if Microsoft starts releasing these games, you know, right now you've got two major app stores in the world. You've got Google's Play Store and you've got the Apple Store. Microsoft doesn't want to play in those games anymore. They don't want to play on those two terms. Like Epic really didn't want to. So what they do, hey, we've got a mobile studio now. We've got the ability to create this mobile empire. We'll just make our own app store. Like, obviously the Windows Store exists and the Xbox has its own thing, but they can really focus on their own app store. Yep. And, again, they're going to make a shit ton of money. Uh, I also want to talk about the metaverse aspect of this real quick. Oh, nobody cares. <laughs> I, I just want to I, I, I want to point out something that's been bothering me about the metaverse. That it's the, all just market speak and nothing's going to matter in a year? They never explain how the fuck they're going to build this thing. They're just like, oh, the meta in the metaverse you can do this and do this and then this. I'm like, yeah, but what is the metaverse? <laughs> like, is it one? Is it a game? Is it like... There's no one. Ha- this is all marketing buzzwords, and if you're excited about it, just I, I have bad news for you. It's not happening. And they did this already back in the early 2000s. Let me, co- let me tell Second you. Life. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let me tell you about a little game called Second Life. Real life sim, Second Life. Yeah. I a, my ex girlfriend in college was obsessed with this. Like, good. And, and people spent real money. They did on virtual. Real estate. I yep. remember that. Uh, virtual items, virtual clothes, all of it. I believe there are presidential campaigns yep in second life second life was it predate Fortnite in terms of real world versus Met- virtual world I, I like dude Fortnite is the metaverse y'all you're you're all too late you're never gonna beat Fortnite. yeah that's kind of true epic's got it sorry sorry y'all it just how it is welcome to Fortnite life yep <laughs> god this whole metaverse thing is just nonsense, though. It is. It's it all, really is. It's it, buzzwords and marketing. Metaverse speed. and the NFTs, they're, they're in the same boat. The NFTs aren't going to exist in a couple years. No. The metaverse is not going to exist. We can go virtual shopping. Why would I do that when I can just go real you shopping? You mean when I can just get on Amazon and do the exact same thing right. instead of wearing a dumb headset? God. You're all so stupid. I'm so sorry. <laughs> metaverse the future. No, it's not. Shut it, up. It, we're, we're living in the metaverse because we do everything online. Right. Like, it, the metaverse is here. Yeah, we're already online always. We've already got phones <laughs> in our hands all the time. Yep. We're surrounded by technology. So we're just not plugged in all the time. It's going to happen at some point. It's not anytime soon. Yeah. VR is... It's too It's too early. It's yep. making strides. Right. And the gaming is fantastic. Yeah. But, but as an everyday use thing? Nah, no, not it's, a chance. It's in its infancy. There's no way. No way. Um... We're not ready player one status yet. God, please never. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're alive. Um. <sighs> just, this just keeps going, you know? Like, there's just so much about this thing. Um, and it just, so there's more about this because obviously Microsoft's trying to just acquire as much as possible to create their own content, which they've done through the deals with, you know, Minecraft and LinkedIn and GitHub. But like, oh crap, we don't have a social aspect. Oh, we have zero social aspects. I do love GitHub. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, LinkedIn's a social aspect. Eh, it's it's a business aspect. It is. Headhunters love living there. Yeah. Um, you know, because they failed to get TikTok, they failed to get Pinterest, and they failed to get Discord. So like, okay, what do we do next? Uh, Activision Blizzard's got uh, their whole social thing, right? They've got some, uh, you know, some uh, MMOs. Warcraft. And <laughs> so. We got Overwatch. That's a metaverse thing, I guess. 
I can't wait for Overwatch 2 to actually, like, come out now. I'm convinced that is, like, a some sort of, like, money laundering scheme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. It's not, but, like, it'd be really funny if it came out. It was, like, like Phil Spencer on his first day goes into the Blizzard office and is like, why are the entire Overwatch team, like, just hanging around on a couch watching TV all day? <laughs> That'd be something, right? But then you, you know, you have developers talking on Twitter like, "Hey, we were trying to do stuff in Overwatch, and then Bobby Kotick kept making everyone's lives miserable." Yep, I saw this, and I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." This dude, I, I've never met a CEO of a, like, I've never met Bobby Kotick, and I don't want to, but like, I've never heard of a CEO who is just so vile in every aspect of his life. Like, we haven't seen a CEO like this since like the oil days. Yeah, I, can't, I cannot imagine that this dude is not a monster at his, at his in his own home too. Like he's got to be. Like he he is a piece of work, honestly. Uh, God, uh, it's because of him, and it's because of all the controversies that it's his fault. Like it really is all at this. The, at the end of the day, all of this is Bobby Kotick's fault. You buy up a tumultuous company when they're on the downfall, and they're slowly sinking. Yeah. And why did this happen? Bobby Kotick starts at the top, baby. Yep. Filtered it way back down. I mean, things obviously things were bad in Blizzard even before Activision bought them. Yeah. But started there. Continued there. And it's still there. He fucked up this company so bad that Microsoft bought it for $70 billion. I don't know how you fail upward like that, honestly. That's indeed. He played the game and he won. He did. He's been winning. He's been jack shit for that company, but like having multi-million dollar pay payouts year to year. My my only solace in the fact that Bobby Kotick is leaving with a golden parachute is this: is that I think for the rest of Bobby Kotick's life, he will be forced to be Bobby Kotick. <laughs> and that, and what I mean by that is living in multi-million dollar mansions and not giving shit. Yes, but he will be forced to confront the fact that this is his life at some point, <laughs> because money. Money is good, for no, like, not good in the sense of, like, oh, money's great, but, like, in the sense of, like, it can distract you from some things. Right. Um, I think Bobby Kotick is going to die alone in this house somewhere. <laughs> and that, and the thought of him just being hated by the entire world and passing away and no one caring kind of feels good. Yeah, we know he's on that black book, too. He is. He is on that black book, that infamous black book. Yeah. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah we know. We know. He's he's on that list. Yeah, he, he's on, he was in Moneyball, so you know he's an actor. Yeah, uh, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no. That's why he went to Epstein Island. Uh, no, he's a piece of shit, and he'll be a piece of shit for the rest of the time. I think this is bullshit about why Kodak is suddenly selling Activision Blizzard. Or he's like, well, we need, we needed to compete, and I'm like, let me let me read this quote that he gave out to uh, a very surprising interview he gave to GameSpeed. You know, we were looking over the course of the next couple of years and starting to realize that we need thousands of people to be able to execute against our production plans. We need them in disciplines like AI, machine learning, or in data analytics, or in purpose-built cloud and cybersecurity, and that we just don't have. And that competition for that talent is expensive and really hard to come by. A.K.A. corporate bullshit for, um... I'm just getting... I'm jumping ship. That's what's basically happening here. I fucked up. I gotta get out of here. We don't have the people to do our... No. No, you had the people. You pushed them all away. That's right. The yeah. company's doing fine. Well, not really. But... <laughs> well... It seemed like they were for a while. And now they'll probably be on upswing. Um, 
you know, like we talked about before, he is remaining the CEO of Activision Blizzard until the deal is done. And then you know his ass is booted out the door, and anyone left in Activision Blizzard leadership is reporting to the Xbox team. Yeah, I fully expect a headline in a couple of months be like, Bobby Kotick is exiting with, like, with more money than we thought or something. Like, I'm stupid. They get him out early, maybe, or something. But when this deal goes through next year, you're going to see a big old li- headline of, these are all people who just got fired. Yep. Hello, redundancy. Corporate redundancy. It's going to be bad, people. It's, it's going to be really bad. It's going to be real bad. People are going to lose their jobs. But, you know, it's just the shitty world we live in. If I said this to Frank the other day, and I think about this quote a lot, is uh, if I'm forced to live in a society, I might as well enjoy the benefits. You know what I'm saying? Right. I wish but, we are. Hey, our PS5s are great, aren't they? PS5s are great. My Xbox is awesome. Right? Destiny 2 is amazing. I love that game. Again, and I'm going to... When Season of Witch Queen comes out, I'm going to enjoy that. Um, it just, you know, I, I just have to be aware that there's some shitty things going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of shitty things going on behind the scenes, yeah. my dude. <laughs> well, this is the world we live in. Unfortunately, in this, this it's a money-driven world. It's a business world. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Activision Blizzard going to be interesting to see how this shakes out how this how what this does for sony um like we were saying earlier they need to kind of step it up the whole exclusivity for call of duty is kind of up in the air right now apparently well it is and it isn't because i because like i think i said this earlier but like i fully believe warzone will be multi-platform um i i could see a world where call of duty is on playstation still Absolutely, but this, it's the way Phil Spencer words things that's like, okay. Well, the problem is he can't say anything legally. Right, but it's, it's part. Had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to, I'm going to put it bold here, honor all existing agreements. Oh, yeah, obviously he's going to... like Upon acquisition the, of Activision Blizzard. Because like, if he does have another agreement, he has to negotiate it. Yes, and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. But that's, it's that existing agreements... That makes it tricky legally. Yes, that's... Well, because, like, he can't say anything without jeopardizing the deal. Oh, absolutely. Of course not. Uh-huh. Which is why, you know, weeks ago, we are like, so what do you guys do about your uh, relationship with Activision Blizzard? And Phil Spencer's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know, they're doing gr- okay over there right now. I see they're working real hard to try to change things around. Like, please don't fuck with the market. Please don't fuck with the market. Please don't fuck with the market. Yeah, like... Because the SEC be like, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> I see you manipulating things. It's, it's like, it's just, you know... But, you know, Sony stock did take a dive. $20 billion. Huge. That's I mean, that's so big money. for them. They're still the top herder in the entire industry. <laughs> like, um, well, third, second, second our biggest earner. Who's the first? Tencent. Oh, that's right, Tencent. Tencent exists, yep. <laughs> Tencent has that big old mobile market in China. Guess who's oh, making yeah. the most money? That's also another positive thing about this deal, by the way, is that, like, now Tencent's tendrils are out of are going to be out of Activision Blizzard oh no they still own 5% of that company don't they no well they're gonna own the the um majority shares oh yeah 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 Microsoft Microsoft will absolutely but like this is like they can't do shit (laughs) essentially now Tencent's just kind of reaping some of the benefits yeah like they're just gonna be like hey I think it's it's gonna be very interesting to see you know Obviously, this is stuff that we will hear from behind the scenes coming forward in the next year or so. Okay, what are the state of Activision Blizzard's current contracts? Yeah. How long do they last? When are they up? I, 
how much is Microsoft actually going to re-allow? Once again, I fully believe you're correct that Call of Duty has to stay multi-platform because that's how you bring in the most money with that franchise. Yeah, it's, you, it's different than Starfield and all those. Right, they, only, they already have Halo as their first-person shooter console-exclusive franchise. It'd be like, mm, it'd be kind of crappy to do it with two of them, obviously, but like there are yeah. other places they could go. Like, hey, Perfect Dark Zero still exists. Perfect Dark does still exist. Yeah, yeah. It's still coming out, hopefully. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's probably going to come out. Uh, you know, it, it's. I'm not really comfortable with making like a prediction or anything with this because there's so much legal <laughs> behind it where it's like they can't say literally anything. No. They have to say these vague things that are kind of like, well, I can't interpret that. Um, well, I think they're, they're saying exactly what they mean. Like, we are going to honor all current contracts until those contracts are up, and then we're going to start making the rules. But again, like, of course they are. Right. <laughs> As every company will. And, like, I, it's it's a thing of, like, if they're going to make another contract with Sony, they're going to renegotiate it. That's just, there's new people there. Yep. Um, Phil, Phil is the CEO of Xbox Gaming, so he has to, like, he he's going to renegotiate it if he wants to. Um... But, you know, it's just how it is, man. <laughs> like, I'm sure that there's going to be other shooters on, on Battlefield still going to be. <laughs> God. <laughs> what is DICE doing? I don't know. Oh, God. They really shot themselves in the foot with this one. They did. I don't understand. Like, Battlefield used to be such a good franchise, and they've just now, killed it. EA is just EAing all over uh, the place. Oh, it's so true. Gross. R.I.P. Um, Rip Battlefield. But yeah. I got nothing else really on it. I think we kind of covered it, almost everything. I think one more thing that's very interesting is that they released an FAQ to current employees of both companies to yep. be like, hey, you know, what's what's going to happen with all of this stuff? And literally the answer to every single question is, ah, uh, we don't really know right now. Yeah, well, because they can't, like, again, they can't say anything. Right. It's like, does it exist partner agreements? Ah, uh, we'll, we'll this exist everything commitment. Until we're done with them. Uh, this FAQ is just PR. Like, honestly, like, they can't say, oh, well, we're going to enforce positive workforce places and, like, fire all the bad people. They can't say that. They, they have to be like, we don't know at the moment. Uh, we'll get back to you on that. Basically, that's basically what the entire FAQ is about. And, you know, as someone who knows that there's, you know, the ABK is passing out union cards. They have been passing out the union cards. They're trying to make this happen in the world. Will the Microsoft acquisition impact that at all, or will it make it better or improve the situation? Obviously, no one really knows. This is a thousand times speculation right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out, I guess. Um, I think, honestly, I think Microsoft will be easier to negotiate with than, than Bobby Kotick ever will be. You'd hope so. I, I, I would hope so. That is my hope. That's the dream. I don't even know if any current Microsoft workers are in some form of union. I don't think they are. Yeah. So, yeah, we just, we don't know what's going on. We know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. We know what's happening on face value. Yep. We won't know anything for until another year. It's just... We'll get a lot more news about eight months down the road is my guess. Yep. As we get closer to 2023 and more things start coming out. Yep. Yep. It's going to be a... going to be an interesting year for Microsoft and Activision. But more importantly, does this give Xbox room 
to create a Game Pass only device. Oh, you mean a streaming stick? Or like, oh yeah, streaming stick's good. Or like, I keep saying the Xbox Series GP because I really want it to happen. I just want it to happen I, so bad. Give me this. I don't this. understand what the point of being making a box. Like, I can see a seam streaming stick or like something along that line. Like a uh, Google Stadia. Yeah, something like that. I can see that. Because I feel like the cloud and Game Pass are two things they want to like integrate together. Oh, absolutely. Their um, X Cloud service with the Game Pass service. Yeah, I can see a streaming stick. I don't know about a box. Like, I could see that. I want it to be a box, though. I, just I, really want it to be I think it'd be cool if they did it just to do it, honestly. But it, I feel like that is too expensive for something that, like... Well, the problem is, the Game Pass is still... You have to download the game in order to play them. Yes. So in that form, you would still need some form of box and storage device. So I wonder if it would be, like, a cable box type thing. I know? mean, maybe. It's entirely possible, yeah. Um, Microsoft well, just goes full of content creation, creates their own media empire. Yeah. Buys Netflix. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to think about that. Don't tempt fate. Don't tempt fate, Frank. I, I hate that you put that out. Because, <laughs> like, now, like, it's going to happen. Who's, who's got the Halo show? Who's that? Where's that going? Steven Spielberg. Um, I don't know. Yeah, where, where is that one? I want to say it's going to Paramount. Is it Paramount? I think that sounds right. Is it? I hope, I hope it's on, like. Yeah, Paramount Plus. Hey, so Microsoft's gonna buy Paramount Plus. I'm not gonna watch this show. I gotta use Paramount Plus. That's lame. Who uses Paramount Plus? Old people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking eighty. I'm not. I use someone else's Netflix. That's right. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. <clears throat> Allegedly, that's yeah. Ten years down the road, does Microsoft have a media empire? I no, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think they partner with like Paramount or something. Yeah, that probably that's the most likely scenario. Um, they've been trying to make that fucking Halo thing for years. Oh my god, it's been so long, and it's not happening. So I doubt they're gonna get that off the yeah, ground. That that really good web series was two thousand. Oh, Forward of the Dawn, yeah. Two thousand twelve, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Nine years ago. Oh, I had that on Blu-ray. Somewhere. That was really good. That that show is great. If you've yeah. not seen Forward of the Dawn, go look it up because it's really good. Totally free on YouTube. Go it find is. it. Go watch it. It'll well, take you like go watch video game high school. <laughs> hey, that get, show's really good. It is really good. It is. Re- it gets so dark in the third season. It does. I was watching it on a like, fucking ironically enough, I was watching a streamer watch it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but he had permission, so it's okay. Yeah, it's VGHS. Like they don't and, care. And they had Freddie Wong on there, and that was pretty cool because he was doing commentary. Freddie Wong's a cool dude. He is. Go listen to Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on it anymore. Spoilers, but. Man, yeah, VJHS, what a good show. It is. I really enjoyed that when I watched it. <laughs> on Netflix, <laughs> funny enough. Is it really? It was on Netflix at one point. Fuck. I don't know if it is anymore, but... It's a great show. It was a great show, yeah. So dark third season. It is. It goes places. It does. God. Um, but yeah, let's let's move on from Activision Blizzard. Let's move on to some happier news. So some games dropped on Game Pass today. Um, uh, there is that. Uh, Death's Door... And the Hitman trilogy. You know what's really funny about Death Store hitting Game Pass today? Like, because a month ago it hit Sony, it hit PlayStation and Nintendo Switch for twenty bucks. Yeah. And the month later, like Microsoft's like, ah, Game Pass. Here we go. It's like, what? But uh, what? Uh, I've been bamboozled. Yeah. Good thing I didn't buy them. I put in my wish list, but I didn't buy either one of them. Yeah. I'm waiting. Come on, Chicory, make it to Game Pass. <laughs> Maybe actually, you know what? I could see Chicory coming to Game Pass. Yeah, I could totally see that. But the Hitman trilogy—that's huge because that's those are really great games. 
Yeah. A huge following. Hitman 3 was one of the best games of the year last year. It was. And, like, Hitman, the first Hitman game is really good. 2 is awesome. Like, it's a great trilogy. You should play them. I'm going to add it. I've... I played like the very first Hitman game barely. Once I once I once I stop replaying Mass Effect. <laughs> but, oh my god! I, Elden Ring just needs to come out because I'm just playing random bullshit until it comes out. <laughs> You're it, playing all those Game Pass games, baby. I am, and Destiny too. <laughs> oh my god! On Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. On Game Pass. Are you playing on Game Pass? Uh yeah, playing some of it on Game Pass. because yeah. uh, I don't think Witch Queen will be day one on Game Pass. If I'm wrong, I'll be happy. I mean, I think I think that will be day one. I hope it is. It's gotta be. I'm sure, hope it is. Yeah, pretty sure they. That's cross platform now. Because I do, I do love me some Destiny too. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know they've got the Beyond Light. I'm gonna get Wish Ender tomorrow before Forsaken leaves. I'm gonna be so excited. Yo, yeah, that's a good one. Yes, yes, yes. Um. But uh, let's talk about AGDQ. Awesome Games on oh! 2022, baby. I, I, I caught some clips of that. that lo- it looks really good. I watched a ton of it this year. Because I've always, like, honestly, my dream is to one day just be in a job where I can be like, yeah, AGDQ and SGDQ, I'm just going to take the weeks off to just watch it. Maybe donate, but mostly watch it. I like summer games. I find I like the summer games more. Interesting. Because, like... It's the same I, thing, though. It, the pro- you know what the, the difference is? What's I that? have more time to watch it. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> You, you work a full time job. How's that different? It, well, it's more like it's more like a how do I put this? <laughs> it's more like a seasonal depression thing. Ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you, my friend. I hear you. <laughs> but Asian Q was great this year. On the Saturday, I just like I woke up. I'm like I'm just watching this today, and I did, and it was fantastic, and I loved it. And they raised three point four million dollars, breaking all their own records. That's a lot of fucking money. They've raised over $35 million That's in the course insane. of the, this event. For just time. playing video games really fast. Yeah. And there are some doozies this year. Did you see the clips of the Sekiro Runner? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. We Shit's watched, nuts. It was crazy. <laughs> if you don't know, Sekiro, one of the hardest from software games. Yep. This man played it within two hours blindfolded. Fully blindfolded the whole time. Yeah. It, I, and he beat in just over two hours. I don't know how uh, he, he's a wizard. I don't know how you do that, especially so with like Sekiro is so bullshit in a lot of ways. Like it's a good, it's a good game, but like it's bullshit. <laughs> um, there are enemies who just revive. You you like cut one's head off and he'll just like get back up. Well, your main character does that too, though. It's a, it's a yeah, well, gameplay thing. Yeah, it is a game like it's a thematic thing. It's just like I get why they did it, but like it's it just makes me mad doing that while blindfolded. I don't understand. Like, my brain just can't comprehend it. It was a master class. So if you haven't seen that, or go watch some clips of it. You'll just It's pretty cool. Gamers, they have tenacity, man. My, my favorite my favorite thing speedrunners do always is, like, when they use crazy peripherals. I saw, I don't know if it was Awesome Games in Quick, but, like, someone played Dark Souls with the Donkey Kong drums. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was not AGDQ, <laughs> but I have also seen that person. They've also, I think it's the same guy who did, like, with the DDR pad and did all that stuff, Like, too. that stuff is so cool. I love that. The Sega's, like, Fisher, uh, <laughs> Fisherman Rod. <laughs> I actually love that. That's great. <laughs> Gamers are tasty people, you know? Like, we are, we will get things done. That's right. To, Accomplish a goal, you If know? there's a weird controller, we're going to use we're it. We're going to use it. Uh, another one was the Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, I didn't see this one. This is a good one. They're, they did three how racers. Do you, how do you speed run that? You just do the campaign mode? Or yeah, is it like... Basically like the... Okay. the like campaign... Uh, cut uh, mode, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had three racers. 
nuts. It went wire and wire. They finished within four seconds of each other. How? How do you... I can't imagine how you beat, like, speedrun that game. It, go watch it. It's nuts. It's I, I, I'm going to track this down eventually, because I my mind can't... I can't even comprehend that. And then they beat the entire game in, like, 24 minutes, something like that. That's... N- how? <laughs> they got... They're real good. It's a racing game. It's real good. It's real... It's nuts. They do some out-of-bounds stuff. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Oh, God. It's so much fun. And 64 games you can really break. Let's just throw it out there. They can. <laughs> And Super Nintendo games. You can break Super Nintendo games like fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. And another one of my favorite ones is, is actually because I was playing at the time. was Final Fantasy Thirteen. They did Final Fantasy Thirteen speedrun. I've never seen this before. That's another one. I have no idea how you speedrun that. that. They beat it in under five hours. For that game. For that game, yeah. With those long cutscenes. Well, you skip the cutscenes. Yeah, obviously, but like... Yeah, five hours. There's still so many of the cutscenes. Just skip them all. But they just know how to manipulate the battles and the camera and the systems to just maximize output by that time they hit the end. You played FF13, right? I've, I've played a lot of FF13. You played a lot. So Saz, they make him the main character, and his blitz ends up doing 99999 per hit of the blitz. What? Yeah. Yeah. How? Go watch it. They just manipulate the crystarium and certain items and how to do things. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. If I was a game dev and I saw all this, I would just quit. <laughs> but uh, they, they broke it. I can't even. <laughs> I think IGN has that great series where they have their devs watch people's speedruns of their games. They uh, film the reactions of it. Really? I'd yeah. watch that. I've yeah. never seen that before. That's cool. There's a first run Hades file, 25 minute speedrun that IGN had the developers watch. See, this is why everyone needs to watch Summoning Salt because like, it's fascinating. And what is Summoning Soul? It's a speedrunning channel. Okay. It's it's hard to explain. It's like a speedrunning theme video game YouTube channel. Okay. And it's really good. And there's a lot of good information on there. Yeah. And uh, GDQ, they have their weekly hot fixes. Like, they have a weekly show now, actually, about this stuff. Like, it's a just, couple weekly shows. Speedrunning's nuts. And I just, it, my brain can't function when I see people do, doing it. I love it. I love doing it. It's something I've slowly spending more time to learn this stuff like because i did my uncharted drake's fortune speed run for the marathon last november and i beat that game in 55 minutes something like that damn 55 58 minutes that's a long that's sort of long yeah, game first uncharted game but you know you just learn how to break the game effectively and you follow guides and if you get good enough and you spend enough time on a game which i can't because i'm just distracted by everything you just watch other people like i watched an uncharted 2 speed run where they beat the entire game in like an hour or five minutes or something like that it's it's just a cool it it's so cool. I always love the speed the speed running tricks where they just effectively like clip in like a way or like they glitch the game in some way that they just propel to the end. Yep. Uh, uh they did that with Link to the Past. Yeah. It's Link to the Past runner who uh, showed off that particular tech. It's pretty cool. Like it's just, it's it's crazy. You should all go watch it. Super Nintendo speedrunners are the most nutso out of them all. Yeah, because <clears throat> the games break so fucking easily. But like they have to break it on such a code level. Yeah. And that's the most nuts part. Like watching the links of the past when they did this year. <clears throat> it's like this isn't all bosses run, but like this is how you manipulate certain things. So this like sits in memory here. So then you shoot this way, and then you end up in this dungeon. And it's like, what? You have to have like intimate knowledge of the way the cartridge works and how the coding works like so i learned in the link to the past the super nintendo edition all the dungeons are on the same map yeah 
I didn't know that. Yeah. And so they manipulate that to end up in different dungeons <laughs> throughout the run. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Super Nintendo games break. Also, Zelda runners, all of them are just crazy. Yeah. Because they all do that, like, co-manipulation and item manipulation nonsense. Yep. Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, all of them. All of them. You it's do, insane. You, you can do some pretty insane shit to Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but yeah. Speedrunning is cool. Frank, what did you? What's something cool you did in gaming this week? Yeah, what what cool thing that I do? In game? I beat Final Fantasy thirteen. That felt good. That fine. That felt real good actually. Thought I'd get that under my belt. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else did I do? That was like that was like the crowning achievement of my weekend was beating Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> Started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. Oh, right. I got a PlayStation 5 last week. Yeah, that's what it is. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's like the layup you were throwing me out. Just like totally. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Like, you didn't even notice. I'm so bad at this sometimes. (laughs) That's right. I got my PlayStation 5 in, and it's awesome. I love it. I did the transfer from the PS4 to the PS5. PS4 Pro, hit the bricks, baby. You're done. R.I.P. You did it. Sweet king. You're in the other room with all the other retro How consoles now. How quiet is it compared to your PS4 it, <laughs> I can hear the disc spinning and that's it. <laughs> Sometimes. I bet your girlfriend is super excited yeah. about that. Yeah. And you know what? Platinum to Astro's Playroom. Great game. So good. Fantastic game. What a good little trip down nostalgia lane that game is. I I, I, I legitimately have to find that game is just looking at all like robots reenacting yeah. games. Yep. I enjoyed it so much. The there's, music is so good. There's a lot of, like, little Easter eggs in that game that are like, it's insane that you're in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, going through each world, like, oh, I know what that franchise is. I know what that franchise is. I don't know what that one is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you and you look it up, you're like, oh, why is that here? Right. I didn't actually look any of them up, but I'm sure I will. I like thought the, about it, and then I forgot about the it. The Silent Hill one made me into a conspiracy theory, theorist for, like, three weeks. <laughs> I saw the Silent Hill. I was like, oh, Pyramid Head. That's... Kind of weird, but all right. Well, he, that's a PlayStation that was on PlayStation, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Silent Hills is coming back. If, it's Silent Hills for sure coming back. It's Absolutely coming back. But yeah, I'm psyched. PS5 and X rate uh, upgrades were fantastic and easy to do. I went and got the Final Fantasy VII remake upgrade right away. Can't wait to play that again. It's so good. And then buy intermission and play that. I haven't done that yet. Oh yeah, you can play the Yuffie Quest. That's right. I can do that now because I couldn't do it on the PS4 because they didn't release it for that for some dumb reason. Yeah. Because I want you to buy PS5s, man. Yeah, I mean, the game is optimized for next gen. I get that. I'm just angry about it. All right? <laughs> well, now you're in next gen, so it now doesn't I'm matter. Now I'm in next gen, so it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's great. So, like I said, I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn now. So much fun. It's absolutely gorgeous on PS5. It's a good game. I, I'm, I'm not as big as Horizon as the others are, but I'm excited for Forbidden West. Yeah. So, I'm just continuing my trend of being three years behind gaming, of course, at all yep. times. Uh, playing Horizon yep. for Zero Dawn for the first time. You know, Nier Tom is on that list, too. Yes, it should be. <laughs> should be on everybody's list. That's on Game Pass, by the way. Go play it. It is on Game Pass. That's right, but I've got it for PS5, so... Or PS4, so... Uh, I, uh, like I talked about last week, I actually bought an extra hard drive for the PS5 before I got the PS5. Yeah. So I put that in. That was real easy to put in. I'm glad it was easy. Simple and easy. Simple and clean, if you I will. I need to do that for my Xbox. Hell yeah, do it. <laughs> <clears throat> takes two seconds. Yeah. I can help you out if you need it. You, you won't need it. Well, actually, in Xbox, you just plug it in, essentially. <laughs> That's true, but their cards are stupid and pr- proprietary, which is dumb yeah, as hell. I don't, I don't get Thanks. Thank you, Microsoft. Like, Microsoft, doing a lot of things right. That was wrong. Yeah. That was really wrong. Like, get fucked. <laughs> PS5's like, oh, yeah, just, it has to have a heat, heat sink. 
Oh, okay, that's easy. Sure. Marcus was like, uh, "Gotta get special cards that are overpriced." That's, I don't want to do that. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll just use an external drive. Like, who cares? But yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited to continue my PS5 journey. Tales of Rise, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna get back to that game eventually. I just need spend less time in Destiny. Yeah, I, I just need honestly. I just need to finish this raid that I've been. So okay, I'm gonna. So not to cut you off from your stuff. Oh, no, you're good. Hunter, I, I want to talk about, about this because this is this is gonna shock oh, everyone. Let me throw you in, Hunter. What's cool thing you did in game this week? Tell me about I it. I did my first raid type event thing. in Destiny. In Destiny, which one was it? Uh, we did the um, the Forsaken Dungeon where you get Wish Ender. I don't remember the name of it, but we're, we were running the um. Not Volta Glass. The Forsaken Dungeon, where you get Wish Ender. We were doing that. And that was the first time I've ever, like, grouped up with a group of people to do a raid-type situation. And you know what? It is fun. <laughs> I get the appeal now, Frank. I, I get why you do this every week. Shattered Throne. Shattered Throne. That's the one. I never played that one. Destiny 2 has great content. Their dungeon raids are hella fun. Yeah. I spent so much time with them when the, first, the game first came out. In the, well into Warmind I yeah. was really hard hitting because it's fun the dungeons are fun They're, Bungie's incredible designers world yes. designers and gameplay designers it's so much fun I like shooting things and they explode uh, I, I'm a sunbreaker so I throw hammers at people hell yeah dude it's so good Titanies for uh, win yes um, it was my first time ever doing something like that in like an MMO setting of like gathering a group of people like okay we need to do this we need this and I get it Frank were you on comms? I was on cons. So, so is this a three-person dungeon or it's a, a six-person This raid? is a three-person dungeon, but we were switching people out because they needed to wish under. Okay. So, cool. like, so wait until you do your first raid. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I'm excited for it. that. I'm excited for that. Cause oh, like, man. I can't wait for you to do that. There's some, there's just, it just hit my... It's just dopamine. It's yeah. so good. Destiny raids are so incredibly well-designed. It's just... I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's the first time I've ever done something like that in an MMO context, so... Welcome to my world. Exactly, Frank. I'm I'm looking in. I'm looking in on your little your your little lot in life. You know what's fun though? My World of Warcraft subscription lapses on Friday, and I'm not coming back to nine point two. I'm fine with it. Oh really? I'm very excited about this. What? What? Wait, hold on. What? Yeah, that's right. That is. You right. chose you chose the, the interesting time to do that. Why is that? Because in a year they're not gonna be like they're gonna be in probably a different company. Oh, there's that too. Yeah. Yep, yep. So there's that news for me, and uh, I bought more time for FF14 because I really want to get the Endwalker, which I means I have to go that. through all of Shadowbringers, which I'm actually looking forward to. I respect that. Yeah. But, like, I have all these single-player games. I'm tired. I'm tired of the MMO grind. i got to be real. I'm really tired of it. Damn. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny. I'm, I'm getting into Destiny 2, and you are leaving World of Warcraft. Right. Whoa, whoa. Hey, Weird. Destiny 2 is hella fun. I don't blame you at all. It's so good. The it, gameplay is so good. Once again, the designs and the level designs, dungeon designs, raid designs. I love throwing hammers at people. I yeah. love... It's so good. I don't blame you at all. Um, I've also been playing Fallout New Vegas. That, Ooh, game, hold, okay. that game holds up uh, extremely well. There was a Fallout New Vegas speedrun this year. Really? Yep. Yeah. I can see how I can see how you could do it. Dude. They had they had to get all unique weapons. Really? It's forty unique weapons in the game. Oh, and then that they, takes some time. How do they do it fast? Uh, I think they did it in like ninety minutes. They can't. They don't use console commands. No, but they find a lot of glitches to exploit those yeah, games. Yeah, I, I could see. Which that. is, it's fallout. Because like you can you can sequence break quests and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Because I, I do, I, like, I guess I do that all the time. So, like, I'm just going to go take care of this immediately and then come back and give you the item you need. Oh, I'm sorry. They beat the game and got all 40 unique weapons in under an hour. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's even crazier. And you want to see some nuts things. The follow games are so easily broken. Yeah, because, well. Because Bethesda. Because of Bethesda's previous engine. We don't know anything about the new creation engine, obviously, but, like, they they made some broken-ass games. Yeah. Fallen to Vegas, Fallout 3, huge, huge board run. I think one of my favorite runs from a couple years ago was a streamer <clears throat> who beat Fallout 1, 2, 3, and New Vegas in, like, three hours. I bet if I try hard enough, I could speedrun Skyrim. Probably. You just have to learn the glitches and how to do it. Yeah, I bet I Because like, there's already stuff where I, like, I can see the connection of how to get places faster. So, I, I could probably do it. But I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. It takes time. It takes time to learn to speed. It does. Up. And I don't have time. I mean... I do have time. Okay, there it is. I'm, yeah. not, I'm just time not long to commit. <laughs> that's, that's fair. It takes a long time. Uh, when I learned my Uncharted speedrun, it probably took me 12 to 15 hours to learn the speedrun. And that was before refining it. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an investment, but it's fun if you're into those sorts of things. I'll watch it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, I can figure out my game for next year. Actually, gotta work on that. Yes. Anyways, uh, anything else you want to bring up? I think we're ready here to close things out. Let's wrap this shit up. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Comic Club Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at young underscore comedy underscore and. You can follow Frank at Game Stetson. That is correct. As always, you can email us at askcomicclub at gmail.com. Send us all your questions, concerns, fun little things you might want us to talk about. You want to smack at us for talking trash about something that you don't like? Cool. I won't read it, but go ahead. <laughs> we'll respond to it. Don't. We'll respond to it. We'll respond to it, but I will act flippant towards you. Yes. That's um, fine, though. Um, we like content. <laughs> we, we do love content. <laughs> if you see something cool that you want us to check out, let us know. Yeah. Send us articles. Hell, I'll read them. Hell yeah, we'll read them. Um, uh, oh, yeah. There's something I wanted to bring up. Uh, for the first time in this podcast history, uh, the majority of people who listen are on Apple Podcasts. Oh, hey. Um, How about leaving us some of the their reviews, yes, folks? Yes, that was going to be my next point was, if you like the podcast, please review us. Um, if you don't like us, you can review us, too. I'll read them uh, on the air. Um, but I will not negotiate with you. I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> but please, feel free. I, I, I'd love it if you were to rate us and review us and tell us what you think. Yeah, we want to, like, start creeping into that algorithm a little bit so yeah. people, other people can find us out there in the world. You know, I, you know, it's, this is something we like to do, and I'd love to keep doing it. And, it's a labor of love. And regardless of the current numbers, I'd still do it without. So oh, yeah. I'm excited to keep going, and, you know... Uh, if you're listening out there, thank you. Yeah, thank um, you for listening to us. Onwards and upwards in the year two of coming. Well, year one. Year one extended until E3 time that wait, may or not may not be happening. That's right. That was kind of our first episode, wasn't it? It was kind of E3. Yeah, it was. That's right. Um, anyways, don't forget, God bless the ring. <laughs>